The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. We'll talk to Christine Cousins, State MP for Geelong. Christine, good morning. Thanks for being on the program. Good morning, Mitch. Thank you. Well, first of all, there's a little bit of hope for us because it's a bright, sunny day and we're out of lockdown eight for Geelong now. But as I mentioned, the last time we had two consecutive weekends out of lockdown, it was the 3rd and the 10th of July. So there's a bit of hope from people that maybe we're off the roller coaster. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, Geelong should be really proud of in its efforts to get vaccinated. Um, people going to get tested when they need to. Um, we're doing pretty well in Geelong, I think. So how much time do you think we'll be able to spend out of lockdown this time? Because a lot of people are probably a bit nervous about that and the fact you could go into lockdown at any moment. I know a few people that have taken off and gone down the Great Ocean Road today simply because they don't know when we may be back in lockdown again. Yeah, and, you know, there's always that uncertainty and, you know, obviously um, when COVID hits our region, there's not much we can do except um, be COVID safe and shut down. Um, but hopefully this will be the last lockdown we see. Um, you know, as I said, we're, we're doing really well in terms of vaccinations. We have over 80% of um, the Geelong region with the first dose. Um, so, you know, we are really moving forward and the more people that get vaccinated, the more chance we have of not going into lockdown. The concern seems to be around the virus coming from Melbourne into regional Victoria. When you look at those exposure sites, it's amazing how far the virus travels. You know, exposure sites in Warrnambool, exposure sites in Terrelgan, even an exposure site I see in Wodonga. So, I don't know, is there any more we can do to try and keep that virus in Melbourne? Do we need to bring back the Ring of Steel, those sorts of measures? Oh, look, I think we're past the ring of steel. I think, you know, people need to do the right thing and the vast majority of people are. Um, you know, when we have um, people moving around for work, there's always that risk. So, you know, we can't stress enough how important it is for people to stay COVID safe, to continue wearing masks, social distancing, QRing into the various um, venues they go to. Um, it's just a matter of staying the course now. Incredible scenes in Melbourne last week, perhaps scenes that many of us haven't seen before, these incredible protests slash riots, and then you have an earthquake in the middle of it, and now it would appear that someone that was at the protest or riot in Melbourne has brought the virus back to Geelong. So some real concerns, I suppose. How do we respond to that situation as a state? And I suppose even more importantly, given that there's so much division out there in the community, how do you try and bring people back together? Well, I would challenge the word division amongst the community. I don't think there is. I think it's a very small uh, percentage of people that don't seem to think, you know, there's a health crisis that we're dealing with at the moment. Um, you know, the vast majority of people are doing the right thing. Um, you know, my experience last week from people in Geelong was, you know, we, we want this to go away. We want to get vaccinated. We want to do the right thing. Um, and, you know, when you look at the figures um, from last week when the um, rioters were in Melbourne, it was estimated between 1,000 and 2,000, 92,000 people went and got vaccinated that day. So, you know, I think the figures speak for themselves that it's a very small percentage of people that are doing the wrong thing, that are going out on the streets rioting. And we see the results of that. There was, you know, uh, one of the protesters in Melbourne that 
is now in hospital with COVID and we have one here in Geelong. It does not take much for it to travel. In terms of the restrictions, it would seem that there's more easing of the restrictions here in regional Victoria and in metropolitan Melbourne tomorrow night. I think Mm -hmm. that was meant to be yesterday, but uh, we just didn't quite hit that 80% target of uh, vaccinations. Is that because not enough people turned up to get vaccinated or is there a supply issue? Or how can we make sure that we hit those next targets that are on the horizon on that road about the 70% doubly vaccinated and then 80% doubly vaccinated? Yeah, I think the issues we've faced has been around supply and we've known that all along. Um, you know, we are reliant on the federal government delivering the supplies and I understand that there's been a big um, boost for us coming um, in the coming weeks. So this week the pharmacists start providing um, vaccinations for people. So there are many across Geelong that are doing it, which is fantastic. Um, you can go to your GP or you can go to the um, hub in uh, at the old Ford site. So the more vaccines that come in, the more people are taking up the opportunity to be vaccinated. I, I don't see vaccination hesitancy in this region at all. Um, people are lining up to get vaccinated. I was just listening to a story in our news service at nine o'clock and it suggested that there were a few people that were booking in appointments, perhaps even multiple appointments. I don't know why to try and get a certain vaccine or maybe to get something closer to where they are and then failing to turn up, which then means because the vaccine's been drawn up, it has to be thrown out at the end of the day. I mean, I don't know. There are ways that we can make sure that people actually turn up to the appointments they've booked so we're not wasting stock. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's obviously a bit of an issue. I, I don't think we see much of that happening here in the Geelong region. Um, you know, if people make a booking, they need to turn up or cancel it so that somebody else can take that spot. Um, we are, you know, delivering the vaccines that we have here in Geelong every single day. Um, people just need to be a bit more considerate if that's what they're doing. The other issue is, of course, there's talk about people that are on the other side of the the border, people outside of Victoria when they are Victorians and trying to come home. It would appear that there's more people coming back now. But um, has there been an issue for any of your constituents in Geelong? Have they been contacting you to say, we'd perhaps like some help or some lobbying to the higher up powers to see if we can come back? Yeah, look, I've had a couple of constituents contact me that, you know, are stuck in New South Wales in particular. Um, I think most of them are back now. So, you know, again, it's about keeping our community safe, um, but also trying to ensure that those people get home as quickly as possible. On to some other issues, and I'm about to speak to Anthony Anderson, who is from the Geelong Trades Hall Council, and I believe you're going to be speaking at an event tomorrow night called Beyond Zero Emissions. Yes, that's right. Um, I have been uh, invited to speak and talk about what the Victorian government's doing. Um, you know, and Victoria's leading the way in terms of climate change and our environment. So I'm really pleased to be able to um, speak to people tomorrow night about what we're doing in Victoria. And the other question is, of course, what does that mean beyond zero emissions? What's our economy going to look like? And I suppose where are jobs going to come from for those people, perhaps even in our region that do work in uh, emissions heavy industries? Yeah, look, I think the important issue for us as a a Victorian government is that transition and how that happens. Um, You know, you you can't just shut down industry one day and expect it all to work the next. Um, You know, we're going through a process of ensuring that there are transitions to clean energy jobs, um, which is exactly what we need in this state. 
I see a post on your social media which talks about trying to end LGBTI discrimination uh, in uh-huh. particularly schools, people uh, of the LGBTI community that could perhaps be discriminated against uh, on the basis of their sexuality. Um, how widespread is that and also how will you tackle it through legislation? Yeah, look, I think the important thing is that, you know, people should not be um, discriminated against um, in terms of their their choices um, and how they live. You know, we need to make sure that people are protected. And this is about equity and inclusion across our community. The Victorian government has been very strong on those issues. And, you know, if someone's working in a as a teacher in a, a religious-based school, it shouldn't matter whether they're, you know, LGBTQI um, or anybody else. They're they're a teacher. That's what they're there to do, to do their job. Um, So, you know, we are aware of that discrimination occurring across Victoria and we need to stamp it out. And kindergarten upgrades, where are they going to occur? Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, Whittington Kindergarten, um, I was out there... Um, a couple of weeks ago when we were able to, um, you know, pro- providing funding to ensure that they have the um, security they need at the kindergarten. Um, you know, there's a whole range of programs and funding grants that have been offered to kindergartens in particular. So I'm really excited that they've been able to take that up um, and we'll see major improvements for those kindergartens. Well, we always say this. We hope that when we talk to you next month that we're lockdown free. Thank you very much for being on the program. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Mitch. Christine Cousins there, the state MP for Geelong. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.